Two weeks ago, I listened to a colleague preach online, Pastor McGray de Vega. He's from Hyde Park United Methodist Church in Tampa. And he challenged his church to join him in a prayer challenge reading Psalm 91. He was inspired to do that after he spoke to another colleague, Pastor Kathy Connor, a Presbyterian pastor who shared with him her experience back in 2014. In 2014, there was an outbreak of the Ebola virus, and people joined together and read for 91 days Psalm 91. The New York Times reported that on the 91st day, it was reported that in the epicenter of Liberia, the virus had finished, astonishing health officials. To read Psalm 91, which has only 16 verses for over three months, is an example of a persistent prayer. There is power in a persistent prayer. There is value in prayer. And this morning, I want to share with you a story, Jesus telling the disciples a meaningful life lesson. And it is found in the Gospel of Luke, chapter 18, verses 1 through 8. And it reads, Jesus told them, that's the disciples, a parable about their need to pray always and not to lose heart. Jesus said, in a certain city, there was a judge who neither feared God nor had respect for people. In that city, there was a widow who kept coming to him and saying, Grant me justice against my opponent. For a while he refused, but later he said to himself, Though I have no fear of God and no respect for anyone, Yet, because this widow keeps bothering me, I will grant her justice so that she may not wear me out by continually coming. And the Lord said, listen to what the unjust judge says. And will not God grant justice to his chosen ones who cry to him day and night? Will he delay long in helping them? I tell you, he will quickly grant justice to them. And yet, when the Son of Man comes, will he find faith on earth? One of the reasons I chose this story today is to not only encourage all of you, but to recognize our widows and our widowers. And I want to dedicate this sermon to our widows and widowers. The context of the ancient day included to be vigilant about how we are to care, how people were to care for the widows. They were considered the more vulnerable. It was expected for them to endure greater hardship. You can see that in the book of Exodus, Deuteronomy, Psalms, the Gospels, the book of Acts, Corinthians, basically throughout the entire Bible, it is clear that we are to look out for the more vulnerable. But one thing this widow had clearly and boldly 
was her persistence. So I want to deconstruct the story just for a bit, starting with reviewing the unjust judge. And it tells us that he did not fear God. In other words, he didn't care for God. He didn't care to follow God's commandments. It also tells us that he didn't respect anyone. So I'm going to ask you, how would you describe this kind of person? This widow is getting on his last nerve. And he says, she's going to wear me out. In other words, I want her out of my hair. I want her out of my way. And he grants her the request because he can tell that she's going to keep coming back to him. So he doesn't have a change of heart, but he can tell that he's, she's not going to have a change of heart either. She will not lose heart, and she will keep coming persistently. There is a complete contrast between the character of the unjust judge and God. God's nature is full of compassion, empathy, love, and generosity. So how much more will God, the ultimate source of all justice, how much more will he respond with love? How much more will God care for his children? We may feel defenseless. We may be more vulnerable right now. And maybe we can identify with that kind of reality like a widow's. But may we also resonate with her persistence. Can you relate to the widow's faith? Can you relate to the widow's prayer and persistence? When Jesus told this story to the disciples, the disciples were going through incredible hardships. And you and I know that the story ahead of them was going to only get worse. They needed to hear this. If you go back to the Old Testament, we can think of Noah, for example, how he was to build, prepare for a rainy day during a drought. So he's building this ark, and people were treating him unjustly and unfairly, making fun of him, asking, where is this God you're praying to? Why are you doing this? Where is God in all of this? Jesus teaches us the nature of prayer. And prayer involves sincerity. Prayer involves a deep, deep desire, our voices, to want to keep with God's will. How? Persistently. And the longer we pray through an unanswered prayer, the more risk we may um, encounter in losing heart and feeling discouraged. And when that happens... Pray a lament. Persist through it. Max Lucado says, If you feed your fear, your faith will fade. If you feed your faith, your fear will fade. So fear, excuse me, feed your faith with prayer. If we prioritize feeding the outer and the temporary things, our inner life will remain dark and scary, festering self-pity and anxiety. And we will not know what to do 
through this whole self-isolation and social distancing. But when we prioritize feeding our inner life, feeding our faith with prayer, going into the inner rooms of our heart with Jesus, we will persevere through Christ who strengthens us. Faith is needed in the face of delay and in the face of problems. Life always demands persistence. And right now, we really need to persist in prayer. We must endure this together. We must value our identity as disciples. Jesus taught this story ancient times to another people who are now in the communion of saints. If you identify yourself as a disciple of Jesus Christ, take to heart this story and live it out. At the very end of this story, Jesus poses an important question regarding our and needing our attention. And it says, when the Son of Man comes, will he find faith on earth? God awaits our response in a faithful way. It's like Jesus is saying to us today, be faithful and be ready for me. And when the day comes and Christ in time answers and comes to the rescue, we will be found hopeful, ready for his glory. So let's pray for healing of the bodies all over the world. Let's pray for the healing of the souls. I invite you to join in a prayer challenge. Let's read Psalm 91 starting today for 91 days or for however long it takes. Pray without giving up. Call someone and actually pray over the phone with someone. God can be trusted, so trust God. And may God see and find all of us persevering in persistent prayer. I hope now that as we enjoy Miss Monica and Catherine Rubio singing a song and leading us in this beautiful melody, I invite you to pray singing it. Maybe you do need to simply sit back and listen to the words and reflect, and if so, may you do that. But I also encourage for all of you at home to actually sing along this song in a prayerful way. God bless you.
Watches me.